Before I begin this morning's broadcast, I would ask that each and every one of us would just take a moment and would still our souls before you, O Lord God. For you are filled with, with beauty and with light, and you care deeply about each and every one of us. Help us, Lord God, to open our hearts and our minds to listen to your Spirit. Help us to fully understand the, the sermon message of today. Help us to value and to appreciate the people who will place before us that we might minister to their hearts, minister to their, their minds about the good news of the salvation of Jesus Christ. And let us, let us be the example, Lord, of how the Lord Jesus Christ can work in a new life of a believer. Lord, let, let your light unfold in, in each of us, and may your Spirit guide me, and may guide each of us, our prayer partners and our prayer warriors out there. May your grace abound in me as, as pastor. This, then, is our prayer for today. And everyone said, Amen and Amen. Praise God. You're listening to Spiritual Awareness with Pastor Davenport. This is a spirit-filled, Bible-believing, beacon of light, a non-denominational ministry serving the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Both at Gospel of Faith Church as well as this Spiritual Awareness Worldwide Broadcast Studio here in Fort Mojave, Arizona. I'm Pastor Davenport, and welcome, welcome to today. Well, praise God. Let's begin with this thought. My God is before me. My God is behind me. My God is always beside me. And, you know, we, we are surrounded by God. Hallelujah. In John chapter 10, verse 10, as we begin this, this new series, it's called The Abundant Life. In John chapter 10, verse 10, it says, The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill, and to destroy. But then Jesus says, I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. Our series that we're going to be focusing on for the next seven weeks is called The Abundant Life. Now, I know that's kind of a long series, but it's important to grab a hold of this series. And I hope you'll join me for this series, because I think it's important coming out of this coronavirus and, and all this, this this tribulation of this pandemic, I think it's important for us to, to, to start concentrating on getting back what has been taken from us and who took it away from us. I've entitled this Fake News, and, and it's not because of, of, of politics, because I, I don't preach politics. I try not to anyway, but lately I, I've kind of gotten away from that a little bit because by golly, I, I got to admit to you, uh, uh, I kind of have to admit this. It kind of got under my skin that uh, they closed churches. It, it really did. And, and I don't want to be political, but by golly, when you can buy a quart of whiskey, but you can't go to the church to get a blessing, it, it just got upset to me. And, and, and I, had to go to the, I had to go to my knees and ask God's forgiveness because by golly, it got under my skin. And uh, praise Jesus, I, it just really bothered me. And I, I had to call, uh, 
I had to call Brother Lynn and, and, and say, you know what, it's time to open the church because, uh, you know, Gospel of Faith Church is located out in, the, in, in kind of a rural area of Arizona, and, and there's no reason why the church couldn't be open. So I called and I said, you need to open the church. You know, anyway, <laughs> let's get me off my soapbox here. You know, uh, to continue, today I want to share this thought about fake news because it, it's not new. I want to look at, at, at the latter part of John chapter 10, verse 10, because I think it's important. Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. That's what God wants for your life. You see, what is the meaning? What, what's God's meaning here about an abundant life? You know, I believe it means plenty, a richness of life. Not riches, but richness of life. A lot of pressed down, running over, shaken together. A whole lot of life. Amen. You see, people are looking at silver and gold. And in the Bible, <laughs> in the Bible, it says, silver and gold I have none, but such as I have I give unto you. An abundant life, an abundance of, in, in our spiritual condition, an abundance in our relationship with others around us. You know, we just finished up that four-part series of, of You Matter, and, and I hope that you gleamed from that series that we matter to each other, or we should, that we matter to God, and we, you matter to us here at Spiritual Awareness Ministries, and you matter to me, Pastor Davenport. And I hope that as we come out of this coronavirus that, and, and this stay-at-home thing that we went through, uh, that, by golly, that, that now as we go forth and, and we break free of that, that we'll go out and, and we'll be able to smile at, at the people around us and, and be able to say to them, you know what, you matter to me. You know, you have a life and, and your life is significant to me. You mean something to me. You know, I preach so many funerals in my lifetime. I'm 70 plus. I've been doing this ministry for many, many, many years now. And you know, one of the things I noticed is, as a minister is I, I would preach a sermon and, and so many times I would see loved ones go to, a, to the uh, up front to the coffin of a loved one and, and I would see them weep at the, at the, at the coffin side. And, and so many times I, I would overhear them saying, why couldn't I have said I love you one more time? Why did I why didn't I not say to their face I love you? You know that's the problem. You know my friends is, is that we don't too often we don't say it. Well we mean it certainly we 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 want to say it but life goes so fast. And this coronavirus should have taught us by all the people that have passed away because of this pandemic maybe we should learn to say I love you before it's too late. Maybe we should grab a hand or, or, or something and say, you know what, your life has significance. Your life matters to me. And we need to learn to say that. We need to learn to say, I love you. You have purpose in my life. You have significance to me. And I'm going to say it before it's too late. That's the abundance in our relationship with others. And we should have abundance in our finances. 
whether you're whether you're uh, just down to your last pence or or whether you're 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 floating with riches and abundance in our health and in our faith and in our church lives in our church families oh it's it's going to be fantastic you know i mean to get back to to worshiping with one another again praise god having those that the, the relationship with the church family Building the church back up. I, I spoke to Pastor Lynn just the other night and talked to him about uh, a bit building the church family back up to where it used to be. Doing things, having functions, rummage sales, swap meets, and things like that. Barbecues during the summer months. Praise God. Getting the church, a gospel of faith, built back up the way it used to be. An abundance in our faith, and an abundance in our hope, in our hope for our children. Our Heavenly Father, that's what He wants for each and every one of us. And you as a mom or a dad, you should be able to have that, that same hope for your children as God has in you. A hope for a better life for your children. You know, it's a, it's a rough and rocky road out there. But we should have hope for our children. And you should be guiding your children in the ways of the Lord. Amen. An abundance in so many aspects of our spiritual and our, our physical ex existence. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's what God wants for us. Each and every one of us. Oh, my friends. We started this broadcast for, for people who are shut in that, that can't get to church. We started this broadcast to enlist the, an army of God to begin a prayer uh, time. To be able to pray and, and say, you know, we, we have people out there that are lost, lost souls that are wandering, that do not know Jesus Christ. But we can put out a broadcast where they can hear the word of God and accept Christ as their Savior and Lord and add their name to the Lamb's Book of Life and not be lost. Praise Jesus. I tell you, this, this is going to be a great series, and I hope you'll follow it. And if you do, at the, uh, there on the website, there's a thing called subscribe. I subscribe. If you do, if you're on Spotify or, or, or on Apple or iTunes, you know, whatever, once in a while, come back to the website and, pu and push I subscribe. It, it helps with our, our ratings and, and tells, uh, tells our producer how many people are listening to the broadcast. You know, it's, it, it, it kind of gives us a hope that, that we're doing the right thing, that we're reaching people for Jesus. You know, I, I really believe that you're going to enjoy. I'll tell you what, that You Matter to God series was awesome. And, and people really, boy, we were getting hits. The producer told us that we're hitting between 150 to 200 hits a day. Praise God. With Apple, Spotify, uh, iTunes, Google, all the, all the different ones. I had a list here uh, on my desk, but um, <laughs> it's covered in paperwork right now. See, I believe you're going to love it, and you're, you, you don't want to miss any part of it. I'm so excited to share this with you. <coughs> Excuse me. So let me grab a drink really quick before we get wound up. Continuing. Let's look at the first part of John chapter 10, verse 10. The very first part. The part about the devil. The thief, that's the devil. The thief cometh not but to steal and to kill and to destroy. Now, listen, 
I used to do this once in a while. I would, I would sit there and say, you know what, God, I do this and I do that and I do this. And, and you know, yet I can't get ahead. How many of you said that? Yeah. Yeah, I see. I see you shaking your head. Yes. You see, if you've been trying to get an abundant life in your walk with God, and that keeps eluding you somehow, we might need to think about the first part of, of, of John chapter 10, verse 10. The thief, that's the devil, the thief cometh not but to steal and to kill and to destroy. Now, it's not talking about literally murdering somebody's life. It's talking about killing your abundant life. It's talking about killing your finances. Uh, stealing that which you're, you're working so hard to get. Destroying everything you're trying so hard to work for. You know, you go in, your, you go in there and you work your, yourself to death. And your boss recognizes everybody in the office but you. Sound familiar? You see... We need to recognize that we have an adversary whose desire is to keep you from receiving what it is that God has for your life. I had a friend of mine, he was doing really well, and, and all of a sudden his check quit. He was on VA and he was on Social Security and all of a sudden his checks quit. They repossessed his car. They almost repossessed his house. And he came to me and said, Pastor, what, I, what, what am I doing wrong? And I said, you know what? I've told you this before. You live like hell. You're headed there. You know, when are you going to turn your life over to God? When are you going to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? And when he did that, things begin to change his life. I'm not telling you that when you accept Jesus Christ, everything's going to come out rosy. I'm telling you when you accept Jesus Christ, you'll know you accepted Jesus Christ because the devil's going to be biting at your backside. But certainly the Holy Spirit is going to come into your life, start guiding and directing your finances and things like that and your health, and things are going to get better. Praise Jesus. And things did get better for him. Why? Because he started a relationship with the church and things got better. Things got better. He got some financial guidance and direction. He came to me and I started helping him with his social security. That's what I do. That's what exactly what I do. We helped him with his VA, got his check back on order and, and things got better. You see, how does, that, how does the devil do that? The Bible tells us that the devil will steal and kill and destroy everything you've worked for. Doesn't sound like a nice diet, does he? Why, why are people flirting with the devil? Why are people messing around with the devil? Why are, why, uh, what part of your life do you really need the devil's involvement in? Why do we do that? When things begin to do well for us, we go out and flirt with the devil. How would you like this guy living right next door to you? Yeah, he steals from people. He kills people. He destroys things in people's lives. Sounds like the kind of guy you, you don't want to have living right next door to you, does it? Well, sadly, if we pay attention, we might find that the guy is actually not operating next door. He's actually operating in your own home. See, he doesn't want to live next door to you. He wants to live in your house. He wants to set up shop stealing and destroying and, and, and killing right in your own home. In fact, he wants to do that in your life. 
So would it be fair for me to say today that none, say none, none of us really want the thief working in our own lives? I can see you sitting in your chair in the living room, shaking your head. Good. I'm glad you're getting the picture. So let's talk about something we call fake news. I'm, I, I need to move along here. I'm trying to shorten my sermons up. <laughs> this is something that many people, everybody said, boy, you are a long-winded preacher. This is something that many people believe in as new, and it's not new, especially on the internet. Fake news is, is a type of yellow journalism that consists of deliberate misinformation or hoaxes spread via the traditional print, broadcast, news media, internet, social media. It's an exaggeration. It's sensationalism. It's eye-catching headlines. We call it clickbait, C-L-I-C-K, bait. Advertising revenue, Facebook news feed, social media. You know, it's difficult to prosecute. You know, they just don't go as far as where you can sue them for libel or slander. You know, it's post-truth reality. Website spoofing, ABC News, MSNBC, The New York Times, they all use it. It's called clickbait. Poly fact. Here's what it's saying. People love fake news. No matter how fake an article is, the juicier the better. It can be dumb as dumb can be, but people will just click away on it or they'll pick up the news magazine. The Inquirer wants to know. And it's fake, my friends. It's bogus. It's sham. It's phony. I mean, fake news, have you heard any lately? I mean, all you got to do is pay attention to the news lately with all this stuff with what's going on in politics lately. My goodness. Oh, you got, Turn on the TV, you'll hear it. It's unbelievable. But if you pay any attention to the elements that speak into your life and your walk with God, you're probably, oh my goodness. It's, listen to what's going on around you. Because it's causing your faith in God to keep you from living that more abundant life that God has promised you. You see, fake news is not anything new. It's been around for a long, long time. It's been early, early, early in the book. Beginning of time, it came out. In Genesis chapter 3, Genesis chapter 3, the King James Version. Now the serpent was more subdue. Sneaky, clever, cunning, scheming, calculating than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said, <coughs> who are we talking about? The serpent. And he said, get ready for some fake news here. Unto the woman, yea, hath God said, ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. But of the tr fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. Verse 4. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. So God, listen, God says one thing and the devil is saying something else. I think it's important to know what voices we're listening to. Because one of them is speaking truth and the other fake news. One is speaking eternal life and the other eternal destruction and damnation. One is speaking life more abundantly and the other killing, stealing, and destroying. Verse 5, continuing. 
For God doth know that the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good from evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and it was pleasant to her eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband, and her and he did eat. You see, he's been at this for a long, long time. And when he lied to Eve in the garden, he actually tricked her and Adam into losing their preeminence and rule over Satan. And as a result of their sin, they were subject to death and disease and a hardship of life. They were, they were living in a paradise, in a paradise, church. But when the thief got through with them, they were living by the sweat of their brow among the thorns and the thistles of this earth. And if you want to know where sickness and hunger and pain and suffering came from, it happened right there in Genesis chapter 3. And it happened all because the thief took from them what God had prepared for them, a paradise. And what's crazy was that they did it almost willingly. I wonder... I wonder what would have been different about this whole thing if that serpent would have had a sign around his neck that said liar. In fact, father of all lies. Eve would have known not to believe him, right? Hopefully. But he didn't. And as a result, things got really bad for these two people really quick. They went too far, too fast, too quickly past reality. This is why the New Testament Jesus gives us John chapter 10, verse 10. The thief cometh not but to steal and to kill and to destroy. But I, Jesus says, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. John chapter 10, verse 10 is a sign around the devil's neck that says he is a liar, that he is the father of all life, and he won't, wants to destroy your life. He wants to destroy your life. Amen? You see, you're either going to have a thief talking to your life or you're going to have Jesus talking to into your life. And it's up to you today. Your voice, you are going to listen to. Whose is it going to be? But you need to know that depending on which voice you listen to, you're going to have two very different um, outcomes in your life. Either you're going to have your God giving blessings, blessings and abundance stolen from you, and along with the death, not only spiritually, but a death of all that God would give uh, birth to in your life, and you are also going to have destruction in your life. People can't figure out sometimes why no matter what they do to improve their life, destruction just keeps coming. Or you're going to have life, life, and that more abundantly. See, there's some fake news going around. There's a serpent speaking to some folks right now, and he's telling you that God doesn't love you. And that God doesn't care about you. And that God doesn't really care how you live your life. And that God doesn't want to fill you with his Holy Spirit and deliver you from your sins. That is an out and out lie. That's not what the Holy Bible says. He tells people all the time, every day, everywhere that God, Jesus Christ, isn't listening. That's not true. And that he doesn't hear your prayers and his cries. 
But I think we need to push the fake news back here today and get our noses from the next seven weeks into the good news of salvation and find out just exactly what the red letters in the Bible really mean when they say abundant life. Hallelujah. I think there's a way too much way too much trouble in the church for us to say that we are living an abundant life right now. There's too much unemployment in the world, too much sickness in the world, too much marital trouble, too much sin, too many lies, too much death. See, a lie can sound like the truth if you don't know the difference, if you don't have Jesus Christ. If all you are doing is listening to every news report on every channel right now, you'll get very confused in regards to the issues of our country is facing right now. There's too much politics in the church and outside the church right now. And to the same extent, if you are listening to everything negative the world is saying and the thief is saying in your life, you are going to be very confused in your walk with God. Everything will be negative, negative, negative. What we need is positive in our lives. Daniel chapter 11, verse 32, and such as do wickedly against the covenant shall be corrupt by flatteries. Fake news. But the people that know their God shall be strong, say strong, shall be strong and do exploits unto God. That's talking about the abundant life of God. Amen and amen. Look at that. You are either going to be corrupt by the flatteries of the devil or you are going to know your God and be strong and do wondrous exploits for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That's what this broadcast is about. Doing wondrous exploits for Jesus through our prayer warriors and our prayer partners and, and the things that we do on this broadcast. That's what we're enlisting you to do. Every day at 11 o'clock in our prayer hour, doing prayers. Sending out prayers of salvation to the lost of this world. In 1 John chapter 2, verse 22, Who is a liar but he that denieth that, that Jesus is the Christ? Right there you know the thief is talking. When someone says that Jesus isn't the Christ and he can't make a difference in your life, you know the devil's talking. That's a voice you don't want to listen to. John chapter 8, verse 44, Jesus speaking to Peter. Ye are of the father, the devil, and lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of all lies. You see, Jesus had no problem pointing his finger at the wrong voice in his life, and neither should you. When you see that, that that's the father of all lies, point it out. James chapter 4, verse 7. And you ought to read that chapter, that whole chapter. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil. Say it with me. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you in Jesus' name. Acts chapter 2. Now, when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter to rest of the apostles and to all the apostles. Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you, listen, and to your children, and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. That's us. 
And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Do you see that? God wants to give you a gift of the Holy Ghost. But don't you know that there are all kinds of voices out there that are say, it's not for you today. That's just for the people back in the day. But look at verse 39. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all, all, say all, all that are far off, even as the many as the Lord should, God should call. It sounds like he's given it all to us. I had a preacher tell me one time that the Holy Ghost is not for the people of today. That is only for those that were back in the Bible days. That's the devil talking right there. You know what my response was to that person? You're too late. Preacher, you're too late. I already received the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. <laughs> you're too late, glory to God. I received it. I remember the night I spoke in tongues for the very first time. I received the anointing of the Holy Ghost upon me from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. Hallelujah. Glory to God. See, a lie cannot have an effect on someone who knows the truth. And it said, for as many as are far off. That goes till eternity, praise God. Fake news can't mess you up when you are turned into the right channel of God. When you have your nose in the good news and the fake nose cannot kill, steal, or destroy your life. When you accept Jesus Christ, the blood of the Son comes from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. You're, com you're covered in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. This is a simple message. And it's supposed to be simple. It, it, it does not have to be so complicated. That's why I say a very simple sinner's prayer. It only becomes complicated when we allow the fake news of the devil from the from the devil to get into our heads and into our hearts that's why i don't i don't go to mega churches that's why i go to gospel of faith it's a simple church out in the middle of rural arizona in a field that was was on fire by daisies and god let his beams of light come down upon a little teeny cross made of a cactus and lit the way for Gospel of Faith Church. See, there are some promises that God has promised and, and a hope that he gives in our lives. I want you to listen. We cannot tap into it if we don't know what it is and we don't understand how to see it come to a place in our lives. Listen, God is not interested in your political affiliation. He does not recognize Democrat or Republican or Independent. He doesn't care if you're red, yellow, black or white, lesbian, gay, bi or trans, straight, rich, poor. God loves you for, because he made you. He knows about whatever you. He, does, he knows about all that. He knows your past and he puts your past behind you. Now quit listening to others. Put your past behind you and let's, let's get real here today. Once you've accepted Jesus Christ, his blood covers you. He covers your past. God can no longer see your past sins. In a moment, I'm going to give you an opportunity to say a sinner's prayer. It's a simple prayer. That's all it needs to be. And, he, and, and Christ's blood is going to cover you. And you'll have a chance to start a brand new life. Now, that doesn't mean today. That means forever. That means you have to have you have to be strong enough to start that brand new life. 
see, God loves you. Jesus loves you. And we at Spiritual Awareness Broadcast loves you. So i got to ask you this question. Don't you think it's time to start that new life? Like I said, you have a chance at a brand new life with Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I want you to know that God loves you. And don't you think it's time that you loved him back? I want you to know that Jesus Christ is reaching out to you right there in your living room, your kitchen, or your vehicle, whatever it may be. It's time to repent of those sins and give your life to Jesus Christ. Right where you are, the Holy Spirit is there with you, guiding and directing you. Say these words with me. It's that simple. Just bow your head. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner, and I ask for your forgiveness. Just say it with me. I ask for your forgiveness. I believe that you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and I invite you to come into my heart and my life. I want to trust you and follow you as my Lord and Savior. Father, change my life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. And my friend, if you just prayed that prayer of salvation in sincere faith now, that's a, that's a key word, no fake news here. If you said it in sincere faith, then spiritual awareness with Pastor Davenport, you know, I would like to personally welcome you to the family of God. You're a new creation. That's what the Bible says. You become a new creation and the old has passed away and behold, all things have been made new. And we as Spiritual Awareness Ministries are so glad that you came upon this broadcast and accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You have made the most important decision of your life. And God has a wonderful future planned out for you and a unique purpose for your life. Your life has significance. And now that you're a child of God, there are so numerous benefits that belong to you, such as forgiveness of all sin, healing for your, your physical body, mind, spirit, and soul, and financial blessings and protection. And the Holy Spirit is there to guide you and to teach you the ways of God. I'd like everybody that's listening to bow your head as we close out with prayer. Lord God, you know, your word is, is, is like a light, a light to our feet and, and a light for our path. And we want to just thank you for, for being here for this broadcast, that we may live in your light and, and walk by your truth. And may the things that you have uh, revealed in, in, our, in our hearts and in our spirit 
and in our thoughts, that we may may have shared dwell in your in our hearts and and stir us into action in our prayer, uh, in in our prayer warriors, in our prayer partners, in our prayer lives. We ask all this. Oh, praise God. We ask all this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Praise Jesus. If you enjoyed our messages and you want to search out that abundant life, I'm going to ask you to plant a seed. I know. I swore I'd never be a TV evangelist. You know, it takes a little bit for us to put on the broadcast. So if you are on the website, there's a place you can do it. Uh, you can donate. Um, and there's also an address there where you can send us a check. It's tough to put it on, you know. Um, it's not like church where I can pass an offering tray. But I'm asking for a little help to stay on the air. If you can do that, please pray and ask God how much to plant a seed to send in to help us stay on the air. With that, may I say, this is Pastor Davenport. May the Lord bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you until he brings us back once again. God bless.